93.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into another edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It is Monday the 13th. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. Now, we weren't here last week because, one, Dave Walsh was on medical leave. Yes, up north. What were you doing? Family time. Grandmother and grandson got to go to school. Okay. And on Tuesday, I took a little tumble. Everything's fine now. But I wake up this morning, look at the Internet. John Beeline has blown Michigan for the Cavaliers, and everybody in Michigan is up in arms because he picked. They said he's going to Ohio. How? They don't care what money he makes, whatever. He's crossing the bridge from Michigan into Ohio. Michigan people don't like it. They might burn his house down before he leaves. Well, how bad is it at Michigan that he leaves Michigan to go to Cleveland? This that's more to be written about, but that's some of the sentiment is going like, what is going on here? And joining us also on the program <laughs> now, an offended Steve Chat. There we go. Uh, I'm a Browns fan. Yeah. Let's say, let's, is it on? Is it on? Okay. Hello. There you there go. Yeah, you're, you're a Browns fan, I'm right? I'm a Browns you were fan, and I am offended. Well, you talk about that. <laughs> Even though you're talking about the Cavaliers. You talk about the Browns fan. Also, I did a little shopping up there. At stores you go into now, Cavaliers stuff is like, please take it. Cleveland Indian stuff, you got to pay a little bit. Honest to goodness, three stores I went to, Cleveland Browns paraphernalia is under lock and key. You must get somebody to unlock it if you want a number six jersey, number 13 jersey. Believe me, Baker Mayfield is big in Cleveland right now. But, I mean, I've never – I mean, the years past has been take what you want from the Browns, and now it's like, no, it's under lock and key. Enjoy your moment in the sun, Steve. Enjoy yeah. your moment in the sun. Well, I, I, were, I was around some football fans this weekend, and they were coming up and congratulating us about all the trades that had happened, you know, and I'm like – I'm enjoying it now, and I will enjoy it for as long as I can because I know what happens when the season starts. Yeah, and I know what happens when the season starts too. Mm-hmm. I'm a Bengals fan. I know what this. I, I know this story. I know this story. I don't, why are we at the same table? <laughs> and Ted, how are you? Your invitation. Right. No, I'm not rescinding my invitation and part, because you're sitting in between me and Ted Wilson. Part three of the equation. Our friend Ted Wilson's here, but he's he's on mic. You would never know it. He's on mic. <laughs> That's why. I only have three mics in one hour. <laughs> it's true, Ted. It Do is the math. true. Do the math. So you're here today because, well, you like the Union Pub and Grill. I do like the, the hamburgers you love. Absolutely. You know, and um, maybe once, um, you know, we get this show going, we could get a complimentary basket of fries for you <laughs> and a complimentary <laughs> hamburger or something, some nacho, something. Well, well, every time Tommy Schubert comes into town. Yeah. The first thing he says when he gets off the train is, are we going to the pub now? Are we going to the Union Grill? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a hamburger, and we usually sit right over there. Okay. Right by the TV. Uh, it's well, a, Right by his brother's photo. Right, yeah. and the other photo of um, sports writer Grant Trailers over there in that area. Oh, yeah. If you know where we're at the Union Pub and Grill, it's, uh, it's the wall near the bar. It's got of the, course. It's got the Greenbrier flag on it. It's got the uh, Grant Trailer photo on it. So we're here today. The proprietor's here, yes. Herb Stanley. He's cleaning the place up, getting it all fresh, ready to go. And 
He knew you guys were coming today. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Something like that. Well, we all want to be here to congratulate you. And oh, I, stop as it. As I stopped by Friday, I said, you're going to have to change your intro on this. The award-winning entrance to your name on the radio show. Because, dude, I worked in this business for a long time. When you win something, you appreciate it. Your work, I mean, I know what you I mean. I watched it on Friday. One of his employees walks up, hands him, like, nine pages of work to do. And I went, great seeing you. Congratulations. But that's – he handles it, and he comes in here and – I think I'm going to have Makes to buy an hour. a bottle of Windex because I'm sure that trophy is going to be polished and, and, and bright for a long time. That's on my mantle right now at the house. What are you talking about? <laughs> and it's, un, it's under lock and key. Yeah, I'm well, sure it is. I had to. I had to go, had to go wrestle it away from the boss. <laughs> it was on his display case. I wouldn't take it away from the boss. I mean, you want him to see it every day. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. His boss is like our boss. He knows. They never walk to that part of the room. He knows who I am. He knows. <laughs> So, gentlemen, uh, we have you here today, not just because uh, we want to kill an hour of time. We, uh, we've got some – and this is why I love having you here, because you've got bullet points, you've got a uh, PowerPoint presentation, and we're doing an auction soon for the Marcelo Latterman Golf Tournament, which is coming up later this year. And we do a couple of auctions every year for this event. And usually that means uh, we get to bring out from whatever dark corner he exists in, uh, we get to bring in um, you – we get to bring Ted Wilson out of that dark corner because he's all over the tri-state, all over the globe, <laughs> trying to find goodies for this auction. It is rare to have him sitting down because yes. he's yeah. on the move constantly. I suggested that um, we could auction off a, a, a one-year waiver from Ted. You, you spend the money, and Ted doesn't come to you for a year because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, he could teach salespeople a thing or two. I mean, he's, just, he's relentless. Yes, That's a fact. He should go recruiting for Dan D'Antoni. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's already taken up with one of our other committee members, yeah. Mike Stapleton. Okay. And, and what, and what, Ted keeps it very simple. His, his philosophy, ask them, and the worst they can tell you is no. Yeah, but Ted, like, goes back again. No no is, like, first maybe. But when Ted goes, when you tell Ted no, it's like, if you watch The Godfather, no, that's not a good word to tell him. You're better off to go yes. Yeah, just, like, just say yes, because you're eventually going to say yeah. yes. Just go ahead and get it out of the How way. How much more you want to see me or not? So we make fun of all this, but really uh, you're, you're doing good work because this means that you're able to help fund the Marcelo Letterman Memorial Scholarship, which I'm sure has impacted a lot of student-athletes' lives over the years. And you continue to try to make this thing bigger and better. So this is where we actually start becoming serious on this program, and I'll let you talk about what's coming up and why this is important. Well, you mentioned student-athlete, and that is half of our project. Uh, it is for all students at Marshall. Uh, part of the money goes to the Marshall Foundation, which gives out academic scholarships as well. And we always like to point that out. So a lot of people's lives are changed because, let's face it, cost of education is going up. So you guys have got to work yearly to try to make sure this thing can uh, stand on its own. Part of the endowment process is to make sure that this thing uh, can renew itself in perpetuity but it always helps to, to add more to the fund. Well, we always remember back why this is happening. There were 75 people who had hopes and dreams and wanted to move the university forward, wanted to move the student athletes forward, and now we're just picking up where they left off, and they're still impacting lots and lots of students. Yeah. Mayor Williams made those great points during his speech at the uh – Fountain ceremony's opening was like what we lost, what we gained, what it took to gain it, and let's not lose sight 
don't drop the ball and lack of a better term, we're the next man up. Who's next man up? You said it exactly well. Yeah. And that comes from your uh, your. It's not a battery mate <laughs> because that's a baseball reference. Yeah. However, uh, well, uh, I forget when I, uh, when when Reggie Oliver uh, spoke a year ago at the fountain ceremony. He said the same things. We got to pick it up. We got to keep going, and it takes all of us to pick it up and carry it forward. Right. And a prime example, Paul and I are sitting at the Charlotte football game. The ball's handed off to a guy named Brendan Knox. We look at each other and went, who is he? <laughs> we know who he is now. We had nobody in the press box even knew who this kid was. And he ends up, you know, what he did and where he came from. And after the game, his simple motto was, told Paul, hey, I was the next man in line. Everybody's hurt. Next man up, up wow. to me. And he did it. So Paul knows all about the next man up situation. I sit next to him every football game. I know everything. <laughs> He's tried to have this seating arrangement changed, but it hasn't worked yet. <laughs> but, no, he made the statement of the next man up, and be it football, be it this, somebody may be out there with a big donation as soon as they find out about it or whatever. They may be the next person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, And that's all we're trying to do. So we'll talk more about what's going on with this because we're sort of just teasing, previewing what's going to come up with this auction, give a little bit of uh, insight into uh, – what we've got going on because the auction site's not up yet. So this is really just we're kind of whetting your appetite for some of the things. Start saving now. Two, two days, right? Two days. Noon Wednesday, the auction site will go up. And then we'll uh, give people the web address. We'll let people know how they can be a part of this. And uh, we'll tease a little bit of the uh, items. Uh, I'll say this. Um, you. You were wise not to bring one of the items here at the Union Pub and Grill. You have photos of it, but you were wise not to bring it because I'm pretty sure the proprietor of this organization here, the Union Pub and Grill, should and would bid on it. We'll, uh, we'll show him what that is, and we'll talk about that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday, May 13th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm Paul Swan. Dave Walsh with us, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback. Steve Chapman with us, the former I'm in charge of all the Marshall broadcast guy. <laughs> yep. Do we have official, like official retired title for you now? Uh, you had so many. I don't know what to refer to you as. I'm still with West Virginia Public Broadcasting okay. in a uh, partial uh, activity. So Advisory uh, role, right? You're a consultant now. You could call it that. Okay. And then you'll one day be like your friend Ted Wilson, who is just retired. Yeah. That, yeah. You had nothing. You were stunned. You had nothing there. Well, I, I don't because I was just remembering what Ted said to me the other day when he asked if I would come to a meeting today, and he's, and I was explaining that I was doing some things for public broadcast, and he said, "You're not really retired, are you?" There you go. You can't say the name of that text. TV logistics man. You can't say the name of the text. You can just read that. So a TV logistics man to the stars. There you go. I wouldn't know about the stars part, but. Uh, <laughs> Our boy Stevie's done a heck of a job to get this ready. Did live auction him and Ted. I mean, yeah, look at this. May, may I? May I look at this? This is. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's. Those you, are just. I wanna, okay, I'm close you, to being retired, so I have to have things written down. Yeah, I can see this. Yeah. This is this is pretty that's nice. Like me, I have my list written down. <laughs> this is like I an academic paper almost. <laughs> no, no. You want to look? Not, at, would you look my resume enough. over when we're it's, done here? It's not thick enough to be academic. No, we don't want you to go anywhere. Okay. 
This is not the Mueller report. That's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> this Steve. is not the Mueller report. It's not the Mueller report. <laughs> I'm going to say that's the first time I've heard that 448 pages. <laughs> All right. Uh, part we, one, part two. Hey, we've got a lot of things here, and I know this is a auction that benefits a scholarship that is beneficiary to uh, Marshall, but – uh, you don't go Marshall-themed all the time. You go NASCAR-themed, and I, I kind of wonder why. I think it's because of you. Well, that's partially yeah, true. That is. Well, that's probably mostly true. Okay. Uh, but we talked about it at committee meetings last year that we wanted to branch out because we want to grab other people's interests. We want to pique their uh, other interests to become involved with what we do. Um not everybody, I mean, everybody's got probably has the Marshall Man Cave and what other Marshall things can they put up? But they may also be baseball fans or hockey fans or racing fans. Could be horse racing, as we talked about today at a meeting. So we wanted to provide some things that people might want to have around the house. Okay, so... You want to go from big item to small? You want to go small to big? Or just you've got this order. You've got this order of here. You just go. You do what you do. Well, uh, one of the things that we have is um, a bourbon, and it is entitled Whiskey Forty Three. And anybody who's a NASCAR fan knows what the number forty three uh, is is uh, is involved with, and that is Richard Petty. Uh, now, some may say, wait a minute, Richard Petty and alcoholic products, that doesn't match because Richard Petty's mom always said, you will never, ever have alcoholic products associated with our race team, and he never, ever did. Even when uh, Bush Beer was sponsoring the poll award, when his cars won the poll, the thing is, you put the decal on your car. Richard would never put the decal on. They would never accept alcoholic beverage sponsorships. Well, what has happened with the Whiskey 43 is he agreed when a, a company, a distillery came to that we would like to do something to honor your 80th birthday, which was like two years ago. And they wanted to market this whiskey. And he said, I'll do it on one condition. <clears throat> the money that would come to me as an endorsement item, it will, all of that money will go to the Victory Junction gang camp. And what Victory Junction is, uh, when his grandson Adam was coming up to race, Adam was very interested in the camps that Paul Newman had created for seriously ill children. And he would visit those camps and he would visit the hospitals to see those children. So that's where Adam's uh, some of his winnings were going to go and some of his philanthropic activities were going to go. When Adam was killed, Kyle, his dad, and Richard, his grandfather, agreed they would still build this camp. <clears throat> and the racing community came together and helped them build the camp with uh, um, a lot of donations. And so Richard's money uh, from the sale of Whiskey 43 goes to the camp. He has given us uh, an autographed signed bottle of Whiskey 43 that we're going to auction off. That's one of the products and this is the second year they've done that with us. Um, another thing we have 
is uh, some items from Richard Childress. Now, Richard Childress Racing <coughs> uh, was the uh, race team that Dale Earnhardt raced with for six of his seven championships. What some people don't know is Richard Childress has ties to West Virginia and specifically to our area. When Richard started racing 50 years ago, this is their 50th anniversary year, he raced at Ona uh, in the Grand American Series uh, for a couple of years. He also has had sponsorship from Caterpillar for a long time. And anybody who knows West Virginia and the coal industry knows about Caterpillar products. And they are still a big deal with him. And uh, so he has an alcoholic product. Uh, it's, it's a winery. And uh, it's a beautiful bistro they have with meals. Uh, and the vineyard right there on the property near the race shop. Um, they are giving us a four-pack of people can go and dine, $100 uh, maximum value. They also get a tour of the winery. They get a tour of the distillery where they make the wine. That You will get uh, glasses, uh, wine glasses. <clears throat> so that is a wonderful, wonderful thing that they, they're doing. And they, this is their second year being involved with us. Um, he's also giving us a uh, three-pack of his wines, and he has autographed each one of those bottles. That's a separate thing they've done. Now, the biggest thing that they've done for us this year, and anybody that's a racing fan, whether you are a Richard Childress racing fan or not, you will have the opportunity to do something that most race shops never, ever allow. But they are having, uh, again, a family four-pack of a uh, all-access race shop tour. The morning starts with breakfast with Danny Chocolate Myers. Danny is the curator of the museum. And anybody that knows Richard Childress Racing and Dale Earnhardt knows that Chocolate Myers was the gas man for all of the championships that Earnhardt had at Richard Childress Racing. He will tell stories at that breakfast. Then he will take those four folks on a guided, personalized tour of the museum. After the museum, their all-access pass will go along with them as Chocolate takes them to the actual race shop where the present-day NASCAR cars uh, for Daniel Hemrick and uh, uh, the Dillon uh, boy that is the grandson of Richard Childress who races out of that shop. You'll get to see all, you see the cars on the shop floor. You will get to go behind the doors and see where they do the body work. You'll get to see behind the doors where they set up the cars for race day. And then after that, those people get to go and see the pit stop practice. Live race cars coming into the pit stall on the property at Richard Childress Racing and watch the guys practice doing the pit stops. Then you get to have a question and answer session with the guys. The next thing you get to do with your all access pass, and this is really the part that's truly all access, is you get to go to the next building 
that the public never is allowed to enter, and that is called ECR. ECR engines are the engines that are built by Richard Childress Racing for NASCAR, for the ARCA series, for IMSA sports cars. That stuff is proprietary to Richard Childress Racing. Public eyes never see these parts. This all-access pass will let people go into that area. And then last but not least, <clears throat> at the end of that, you go back to the museum and the folks will get to go through the uh, Richard Childress Racing fan shop and get 15% discount on anything they would like to buy in there. That is truly a race person's dream to get to go behind the doors of all aspects of, the, of a race team. How, how have you been able to, do they just, when they hear the story that, uh, you know, about Marcel Latterman, about Marshall uh, tragedy, you know, they just hear, because that seems like a, a, a once in a lifetime trip for somebody to take advantage of. Well, you hit the nail on the head on why they wanted to partner with us. Now, th since this is their 50th anniversary year, they are doing this all access pass uh, for a price for people. Uh, they're doing it once a month on particular Fridays during the year. You pay a fee and you can go do these things that I just mentioned. But with our situation, they are giving us the package. And it is all because they are committed to helping out the next generation of people who are trying to better themselves with a college education Plus, they are very in tune with our, the situation here at Marshall. Last year when I visited with them, I gave them copies of the documentary, Ashes to Glory. Uh, I hope they watched it. I assumed they watched to understand the full scope of the story. Yes, many of them had seen uh, the movie, We Are Marshall, because they would tell me, oh yes, I can't not watch it when I see that it's on. So the story lives on, the, the things that have happened in this community live on and how the rebound occurred. And they fully understand that things don't just happen. It takes people, you know, uh, take making an effort and continuing to make an effort. And they want to be a part of the effort. Steve Chapman's with us, TV Logistics Man to the Stars is your new title. I like that title. That's a, that's a good title. Dave Walsh with us, former young, thundering her quarterback, emphasis on former young. Yes. <laughs> Ted Wilson's with us here as well. We're at the Union Pub and Grill. We will take our next break, come back. We will go over some of the things that uh, are Marshall-centric, and you've got some other things as well to tell us about. We've got the Marcelo Letterman auction coming up. And we'll tell you more about that in the next few days where you can get your auction. But this is sort of a primer. Get your um, get your bank account in, in good situation. Get it in order. Ask your wife or ask your husband for the money if you need to. We'll talk more about this when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday, May 13th edition. Coming to you live from the Union Pop and Grill Home One with you. I've got the former young Thunderinger quarterback, Dave Wall. I've got part of uh, Dan D'Antoni's uh, army. I don't know what to call you guys. It's like 
50 of you. Arm, armchair quarterback, armchair coaches. Okay, he gets the mic in a minute. Steve Chapman with us, who, uh, of course, with West Virginia Public Broadcasting. You see him on the sidelines, so frantically trying to make sure television broadcasts are in order all the time. And, of course, uh, these gentlemen collectively are part of the Marcelo Latterman Memorial Scholarship Foundation. These gentlemen trying to, uh, every year, uh, continue the good work started by uh, the Latterman family in honor of Marcelo Latterman. You guys basically are the uh, guys doing the footwork for this thing as uh, you're here in Huntington in the tri-state area. And, uh, Steve, uh, there was one more NASCAR thing that uh, we were going to talk about before um, we let uh, Ted talk about some of the Marshall-centric items with the auction that's coming up here in the next couple of days. Uh, now, I'm, I'm not going to bid on this thing because, well, it's wrong team. Wrong team, but I know a person or two that might. Not me, though. So don't worry. I'm not going to bid on it. So you're not a Washington Redskins fan? Oh, no. 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 Well, this last item that, that Paul wants me to, to mention is, is something that uh, I, I'm kind of proud of being able to uh, make available uh is this from your personal collection? No, it, it was something that I looked around, and, you know, sometimes timing is just a wonderful thing. Okay. And uh, what we have, and anybody that's a NASCAR fan right now understands that uh, Joe Gibbs Racing is just dominating the NASCAR circuit right now. Uh, maybe not last weekend, but... They've won more wins as a team this season than anyone. And Joe Gibbs, anybody who's a football fan knows, was once a Super Bowl champion coach with the Washington Redskins. So what we have is something that bridges both activities. Joe Gibbs, the coach, Super Bowl winning coach, and Joe Gibbs, the owner of a NASCAR team that has won several Daytona 500s now, including this year's. Uh, we have an autographed Sam Bass uh, limited edition numbered print. Not only is signed by Sam Bass, who passed away this year, but was NASCAR's first and only NASCAR authorized illustrator and that's a real amazing thing to have something that was pinned designed painted and autographed by Sam Bass there were only 600 of these prints made this one is number 229 okay of the 600 that's important because it's below the 300 mark which is half and that makes it even more of a prized possession uh, for whoever will win this in the auction. The poster is from 1992, and it's the first full season of Joe Gibbs Racing when Dale Jarrett came over and was their driver. The next season, Dale Jarrett won the Daytona 500 in the car that is depicted in this poster. Major win, major feat for a brand-new team uh, to do that. Also depicted in the poster is a Washington Redskins football player. 
and it's a football player from the 1991 Super Bowl team. And that football player is a running back. You're just and, dragging it out here. Just well, dragging you know, it out. people from around here know about the Cleveland Browns, even the Bengals fans, <laughs> that you are one. Ernest Biner. I'm being nice here. Bobby. Running back is depicted in this poster as well. Joe Gibbs himself signed this poster. So there's a whole lot of wonderful things for a football fan to have and, and love about this painting. There's also a lot of things the NASCAR fans would enjoy having if they were to bid on this and be lucky enough to get it. Okay, so that's the NASCAR. Oh, that's and a, oh. it is beautifully, exquisitely framed. Uh, should I should I say who it's from, Ted? Stadium Frames did an unbelievably great job on this. Uh, it, it will knock your eyes out. So that's the NASCAR portion of this. Okay, so now you're, you're going to turn the microphone over to Ted Wilson. Speed read. Good evening. Hello, sir. Let me, um, let me turn the microphone down for you. There you go. Okay. You, you got that deep, booming voice. You, it's like you've never touched the microphone before, and you're, just, you're natural with it. No, I've had it once or twice. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of martial items. There are a lot of sports items as well, non-NASCAR. What's the biggest item? The biggest item we have is a Myrtle Beach golf package. Uh, we've put this together. We have four courses in Myrtle Beach that have given us round of golf for a foursome. We have, through the generosity of the dog, a three nights lodging package at the Sands Resort. And with a great Marshall fan down in Myrtle Beach, Walt Garnett, who has Wild Wings Cafe, some gift cards for you to go in there and have dinner. So when you put it all together, four rounds of golf, three nights of lodging, and we're going to feed you one night, that is the crown jewel and the things beside NASCAR outside of that. And so we hope that all of you golf fans out there and Marshall fans too will support us with this. Uh, like I say, and another thing too, I'm not near as eloquent as Steve is here with this, so I'm just going to go through this okay. stuff and make sure we get it in. All right. That's the big thing. Another Marshall thing that we have is a lot of people have seen the photo of Terry Gardner scoring the touchdown against Xavier to win that game. Yeah, iconic moment. We have a that photo framed up, and it is signed by Reggie Oliver, Terry Gardner, Jack Crabtree, and Jack Lingle. Uh, What's the quality on that the, uh, the photo? It, I think it's excellent quality, and again, uh, thanks to our friends at Stadium Frame for their support, and we're doing this. Another Marshall item we have is a Marshall pen, a, a ballpoint pen. Uh, the unique thing about this pen is that it was made, the body of the pen is wood, and that wood came from the old floor in Memorial Fieldhouse. Uh, a gentleman named Greg Cartwright up in uh, Grafton, West Virginia, makes these. He sent it down to us, and uh, it's an amazing-looking pen. Uh, I can see a lot of people wanting to have that. Uh, getting away to some other things for you Kentucky fans that are out there listening to us right now, we have a pa basketball. 
signed by John Calipari and the 2017-18 team. So that's a year ago's team. But it's a U.K. ball signed by all of them that is out there on the site to be auctioned off. Uh, we have, for somebody that just wants a lazy, laid-back Saturday, we have a pontoon boat rental at Beach Fork, uh, courtesy of Great Outdoor Marine. Uh, this is for 12 people. You've got life jackets for everybody, and it's eight hours on the water doing what you want to do and having a good afternoon, a good day. Uh, the other thing, courtesy of the dog, is um, a guitar. It's signed by Lee Bryce, and so that will be out there. Uh, if you're a country music fan, step up and bid on this thing. You know that's a big deal, right? Yeah. Lee Bryce? Yeah. Okay. So. That's huge. No, you're good. You, you, you're good. You're Ted, so, you, you don't have to cover the mic. Okay. So that's what we've got out there. And we hope that you'll sign on. Uh, let me tell you how to, how to get to there. Like I say, as Steve mentioned earlier, this will open up at noon on Wednesday the 15th. It will close at exactly 4 p.m. on the 24th. And whether Paul knows it or not, he'll be announcing the winners on his show that oh, evening. I knew I was on, too. Okay. I knew. Glad, glad you knew. Didn't want to I mean, I don't get you. the memo anymore, but I just know. I just know. But All I needed was the date, I know. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's out there. Uh, to do it, you go to auctions. That's plural, auctions.kindredcharities.org. And then on the menu bar that will appear at the top, you can click on the appropriate item, and it will take you into the auction. Uh, there will be pictures of all of these items so you can see what you're bidding on. And all you do is click on it, fill out the contact information so that we can get back to you. It will show the latest bid on there so that you can go in later. And if it works like it has in the past, if you make a bid and someone bids higher than you, the system will notify you that another bid has been made. So we this is in volume the largest auction we've had. And Steve and Dave and I and the rest of the committee, we're committed to making this event, these scholarships, you know, academic and athletic for those of you who care. Uh, we're going to make this a success, and we're going to push this to the limit to make sure that going forward, somebody will have this scholarship, and there will always be someone who will remember. We can never forget what happened, and we're not going to let it happen. We're going to keep it going. We're going to make the Latterman family proud, and we're going to do everything we can for Marshall University. Now, make it easy on everyone if you can't remember that long address that ted gave uh, we can link over to wrvc.com we'll have the link there so just go to wrvc.com and you can link over to the auction site and it begins on wednesday looking forward to it and of course uh, i'll uh, i'll go in here and look at these items uh, personally see what i really want and maybe you guys can pull one back for me i don't know <laughs> i'm thinking the pen is what i want <laughs> yeah the pen 
The pin. Oh, the pin. You saw the pin. I today. saw the pin. I was sitting there thought that was like a, a rifle projectile. You brought it out of the case. Let me describe this thing. He opens up this case, not not like a little small case. It looks like it's a it's a big case. I'm like, okay, what's he got in there? And this looked like a like a, a high caliber projectile. He calls it his bullet pin. It looks like a bullet pin, and um, he makes this for um, not. He makes pins like this, and he's got other with oh, the yeah, wood. He's got, he's got a whole website out there, and. I believe he told me he has 30 or 40 different kinds of pens. Okay. Uh, I got one for Christmas that the wood in the barrel of that pen is made from one of the seats in the field house, and it's got the Marshall logo on it. It's an amazing-looking pen. Okay. So yeah, this one's made from the floor. Gentlemen, share the mic. <laughs> Come on, Steve. You're a broadcast professional. You know. Okay. Yeah. This one's made from the floor of the old Memorial Field. House. Okay. Interesting. Uh, we're here today at the Union Pub and Grill every Monday, except when uh, I'm uh, by myself and Dave Walsh isn't here and Jason Toy isn't here to run the show back in the studio. We're here at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Every Monday, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots every day on Mondays. Every day, every night. Just when they open and close, right here at the Union Pub and Grill. We got more on the way. It is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, the 2019 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Best Talk Show on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday, May 13th edition, Paul Swan. I've got the former young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh, the quietest you've been in a while. I haven't heard from you all show. Mr. Quarter panel and my sidekick. It's hard to go in sideways, but okay. Now why are you preaching? Going, from, why are you going in quarter to panel? Last year NASCAR racing quarter panels, you see a lot of them torn off of cars and stuff. And he got one that was one of the auction items. So instead of Steve, it's just nicknamed quarter panel. We we go back and forth. Okay, look, I know I I know I give you quarterback quarter panel quarterback. quarterback. I know I give you the business, but what what do you do with this? I just deal with him on Mondays. Yeah. He, see, Dave is is an honored member of what we do. Okay. You know? For saying that. <laughs> he's honored? He, he is honored because he's been there. He was a part of all of this when the rebirth started. I mean, he's a vital cog. Not to mention all the years we got to read the things he has written. Yes. Inside man. Right. Yeah. And um, he's um, he's also the quarterback that lost the Miami. Yeah, I'm just saying. All teams had sixes on their on their scorecards. I'm just saying, but theirs had two sixes. We only had one. So he's I, also the man that won, helped win the Bowling Green homecoming game. Okay, so he gets some redemption on. there. Yeah. I'm just but, pointing now. I'm just pointing. Steve, here's what happens every time I mention 66. Watch his face. 66 at six. His face twitches. Exactly. He's having flashbacks as we speak. <laughs> Senior moment, junior, whatever. But the one thing that we want to bring up for, I know time's winding down, but watching TV last night, you know, Marshall women came very close, lost to La Tech in the finals. Right, they, um, they so battled back. as we find out in basketball, if you don't win the tournament, that's a kiss of death. The selection comes on. They're not even in, in ten pages deep. The commentators mentioned that every SEC team that plays softball got a bid. They're all playing somewhere. But on the flip side, they're going to – I don't know they had this, but there's a – 
the NIT of softball. National Invitational right. Softball Championship. And what a job. 14 wins over last year. And the one statistic that I talked about on the email last week, they had they got 75 home runs as a team. They hit, I mean, they're, second place in the conference is crazy. 75, and this is one of the trademarks of Megan when she got here. Everywhere she's been, they had home runs, and they have good pitching. Abby Tolbert, the way she did down there. And then Allie Harrell, think about this, 13 or 14 homers. She got a chance where she didn't get to swing 80, let's see, 50, 80 sometimes between intentional walk and getting hit. She didn't get to swing a bat and still hit all those home runs. So, but that was impressive, 75 wins. And they only, you know, and they're going, guess where they're going? Somehow Marshall Liberty getting together a lot here of late. Maybe I don't know if this is something, but they're heading over to Liberty to play in that tournament, and, and best wishes to them because 39 wins, you knew if they lost that one game is that there wasn't going to happen. All SEC people were in, but they get to play some more, especially the seniors who had a good year. This is the third year for this tournament. Right. So it's new tournament, and the National Fast Pitch Coaches Association Triple Crown Sports got together trying to just highlight – and really expand the growth right. of softball because it has been one of the, the sports that's been a growth sport for a lot of universities. And, of course, we've seen Marshall prosper in this sport. It's probably one of the better Olympic sports. I'm not saying that the other sports maybe aren't up to level. It's just Marshall's been able to find some more success consistently, right. I think. Uh, and that's very tough. Yeah. I mean, tennis has been tough. Uh, volleyball is tough. Uh, softball, as you he highlighted, you know, the major conferences get a lot of bids. And so this is an opportunity for Marshall that was right there, right there. And maybe they get in, maybe they don't if uh, they don't win the uh, conference championship. But since they don't get in, there's another opportunity for them. And they can, you know, build upon next year because I'm sure even though a lot of people thought, oh, Marshall's in the CIT for basketball, at the end of the tournament, you were happy Marshall's in the CIT. Exactly. I mean, People the other day were talking about, said, think about four extra games in the crowds we have compared to the other places that had games in, this, in that tournament. Unbelievable. They're playing on a Thursday night when really everybody's gone home except the Final Four. We have 5,000-plus in the house. The, the the coach from Green Bay said, we only had one other crowd like this we played in front of all year. That was Michigan State, which was also green. But he said he would love to play in this kind of environment. I mean, you look out there, Danny's entertaining, and people are buying into it. And he's got some more people he's – bringing aboard so we'll see how it happens next year it was like we said earlier things don't just happen it takes people building things you accept tournaments to play in ba basketball you accept to play in tournaments in softball well i read one the other day doubleheader in cleveland marshall's playing duquesne w's playing Ohio state yeah read that where you are and i'm going like i wonder if danny and huggy bear walk by each other at some point between it whatever or not because you know we're not going to play them anytime soon. But they're going to be under, under the same roof at one time. I said, this could be very interesting. Very interesting. But, hey, they're going back to the gun. To, or It's been renamed again. I mean, it's not It's not the, It's not. not uh, whatever it was. Some other naming rights thing is in there now for the arena. But still, they're going to play a doubleheader. Ohio State's going to be there. She knows it's going to be a full house. Did you ask the, um, the expert on all things um, Ohio? And, I forget uh, the name of the new court there in Cleveland. It was the Q, but the Come Q on, is Mr. out. Mr. Cleveland? Uh, the Q is no, out, another I'm, name. I'm just a Browns fan. And who knows, maybe that <laughs> night John Beeline might step in and watch since she's taking the job in Cleveland, which has thrown the basketball world into a tizzy. Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. There you go. Sign as you go in. 
they'll have it right there as you go through the door. Sign. You didn't know that, Steve. I'm disappointed. I did not know that, but I'm well, trying to remember who Rocket Mortgage is. Well, that's related to Q. That's the same thing. So Rocket Mortgage is. It's similar. Where you, it's an app you can get to right, on your but phone. It's a division of what? It's just a loan thing. It's yeah, it's a loan thing. It's very popular, number one, and it's uh, yeah. they're on TV all the time. Rocket Mortgage. You've seen commercials where guys, and all of a sudden, you know. My house is paid for. I'm not worried about it, but they ended up the money. Look, man, I do sports. I don't do uh, financial institutions, okay? That's Neither not my- do I. Yeah, obviously. None of us do. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Um, back to normal tomorrow, if we can get close to it. For, our, of course, our guest here, we've got... I, I'm finding a title for you. I mean, I like the one that we get dubbed for you, the TV logistics. I like that manager. better. Yeah, that's a lot better than quarter panel. I mean, I'm saying nice things about him. TV logistics man to the stars. Yeah. Steve Chapman. He does really need no introduction because hard uh, fans know who he is. Uh, Ted Wilson. He's with us as well. These gentlemen represent the Marcelo Letterman Memorial Scholarship, doing good work. And for Dave Walsh, the former young thundering herd quarterback. It did beat Bowling Green. I'll give you that one. I'm Paul Swan. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive. Until tomorrow, good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.